Hey, what's up, Web Magnite artists? Please make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you ring the bell because I'm dropping episodes a lot more frequently now. I don't want you to miss any episodes. We're not always having a live chat, but check back. If you ring that bell, you'll know when I'm dropping an episode. I want to do a little more something for you um, other than just interviews. We're going to change this into a lifestyle. We're going to introduce a lot more history and talks on politics, wellness, as we did with uh, Shane Mark Tull, the psychotherapist, uh, Dr. Bazemore, all those people, they'll be back along with the interviews. This is one Mike Knight. Make sure you ring that bell and leave a comment and like the episodes. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of One Mike Night, the podcast that brings you stories of artists and people on their journey, helping to guide, answer questions, and motivate you in life and the business. Today, I've got a good one for you. As you know, it is Juneteenth, and I wanted to do a special episode about Juneteenth and the history behind it and what it actually means. Um, I don't know if like some of you, you didn't know the full history of it. I was not aware of the full history of Juneteenth until the latter part of my life. So I wanted to get everybody up to speed um, about its history. So in this episode, we're going to explore the past impact um, of Juneteenth, the holiday that celebrates the end of slavery here in the United States. So Juneteenth is known also as Freedom Day or Emancipation Day. And it's also called Jubilee Day or Black Independence Day or Juneteenth Independence Day, but it's observed on June 19th. And what it does is it commemorates a day in which the soldiers, the Union soldiers of Galveston, Texas, in 1865, they announced to all the enslaved people that they were free under the Emancipation Proclamation. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but that's exactly what, what it was. So the Emancipation Proclamation was issued by the 16th President of the United States, which was Abraham Lincoln during 1863, during the Civil War. And what he did was it declared that more than 3 million slaves living in the Confederate States were free. So even though it was declared in 1863 on that day, it took more than two years for the news to reach Texas. Now, Texas was at that time the most remote of the states. Um, and some of the reasons for the delay included things like um, 
the lack of the Union troops enforcing the order, um, the resistance of some of the slave owners freeing their workers, and just in general, the slow spread of information across a vast territory of land. So remember back then, obviously there was no um, fast US mail and certainly no emails. So, you know, spreading information was by word of mouth or sometimes by horse and message. So in June 19th, 1865, um, Major General Gordon Granger and his two troops, they landed in Galveston and issued a general order, which was general order number three. And I'm going to read you word for word what the general order said. It said, the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves and the connection heretofore existing between them becomes that employer and hired labor. The freedmen are advised to remain quietly at their present homes and work for wages. They are informed that they will not be allowed to collect at military posts and that they will not be supported in idleness either there or elsewhere. Right. So take a moment to ingest all that. The reaction of the enslaved people was of shock and disbelief and joy and celebration. There was a bunch of emotions going on then. So they began to pray, fast, sing, embrace the new freedom. And in the following year, on June 19th of 1866, the first official Juneteenth celebrations took place in Texas. Now the original observances included things like prayers, prayer meetings, spirituals, new clothes, parades, speeches, games, barbecues. Within a few years, African-Americans and other states also started to celebrate the Juneteenth as a way of honoring their ancestors and expressing the pride and hope. Now, Juneteenth has always been celebrated by communities across the country for a century, but it wasn't until 2021 that it became federally recognized holiday by President Joe Biden and signed into legislation, excuse me, and adding Juneteenth to the National Independence Day to the government holiday calendar after both its name and significance rose to the forefront of our national conversations and the resurgence of momentum of Black Lives Matter in 2020. So after a century of all that Juneteenth celebration, President Biden then signed into law in 2021, Juneteenth as a federal holiday. And that all came about because of the things that were happening in 2020 with the death of George Floyd and the resurgence of Black Lives Matter movement and the concern around Black lives in this country. Now, the law passed with overwhelming bipartisan support in Congress, despite some of the initial opposition from the Republican lawmakers who who argued that it would create a division and, and confusion with July 4th. So they were saying that 
Juneteenth would confuse people about Independence Day of July 4th because the two were so close and similar. I'm not sure what how that happened, but so some said. Now, President Biden said that by signing the ceremony that Juneteenth is a day in which we remember the mortal stain and terrible toll that slavery took on our country. Yes, it did. And continues to take. He also said that, quote, all Americans can feel the power of this day and learn from our history, unquote. As much as Juneteenth represents freedom, it also represents how emancipation was tragically delayed for enslaved people in the deepest reaches of Confederacy. The first Juneteenth in 1866 was celebrated with food, singing, and the reading of spirituals. And it commemorated newly freed black people taking pride in their progress. Today, Juneteenth celebrations span the world with global diaspora, adopting the day as one to recognize emancipation at large. After largely being ignored in schools, the day of recognition has also grown in recent years, especially amid a climate seeking justice for black lives. A Gallup poll in 2021 found most Americans now know about Juneteenth, which is now a national holiday. As the American public continues to grapple with how to talk about slavery and its enduring consequences, the national recognition of Juneteenth is at least a start to acknowledging the harmful way America was built and the foundational contributions of the enslaved. One reason Juneteenth's history has remained widely misunderstood or even unknown until recently is because it hasn't been taught in school. Carlos Hill, an author of University of Oklahoma, professor of African-American studies, said that Juneteenth as a moment in African-American history is not to my knowledge taught. As far as history books that already tend to be whitewashed, I would be willing to guess that there are few if any mentions of this holiday at all. Now, Juneteenth is more than just a date on the calendar. For many, it's a symbol of freedom, it's a symbol of resilience, of justice, of hope for millions of African Americans who, who've endured centuries of oppression and discrimination. It's also a reminder of how we have come as a nation and, and how much we can do to achieve equality and harmony. Juneteenth is a celebration of community, a celebration of culture, a celebration of music. And it invites everyone in solidarity and respect, which is something we all want. 
I also want to talk a little bit about what role Juneteenth played in uh, the civil rights movement, because it played a huge role in 1950s and the 1960s. And I'm going to tell you how. So Juneteenth celebrations um, declined after the outlawing of slavery in 1865 due to the Jim Crow laws, which defined black people and equal rights. The economic impact of the Great Depression and two world wars contributed to the decline of Juneteenth events until the middle of the 20th century. So nobody had money, nobody had weight, you know, nobody even had food at that time. The countries were at war, so the Juneteenth celebrations declined. Now, as the civil rights movement began to gain momentum back in the 1950s and 60s, black activists began calling people's attention towards historical Juneteenth celebrations. They said, hey, remember the Juneteenth date. It's part of our history. It's part of the solidarity that we have as people in this country. It's the day that we as black people became free. They saw Juneteenth as a symbol of black liberation and resistance against the oppression that they were feeling. So you have to understand at this time, um, after the world wars and immigration started and the depression, other cultures were moving in, the Italians, the Irish, the Jews. So they all began to play a role in our society where oppression was starting to take place in terms of ethnicity and horrible atrocities and genocides, other genocides were taking place. The Asians, you know. So blacks saw this as a symbol of liberation again and resistance to that particular oppression. In 1963, Medgar Evers, who was a civil rights leader and NAACP field secretary in Mississippi, was assassinated on June 12th, just days before Juneteenth. Now his death sparked an outrage and grief among the black communities across the nation. On June 19th, more than 300 people attended his funeral in Jackson, Mississippi and thousands marched in honor in the other cities around the country. Now his widow, Merle Evers Williams, later said that, quote, Juneteenth has a special meaning to me because it was also a day of remembering Medgar, unquote. In 1963, the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., who, of course, you know, was another civil rights icon, his successor, Robert Abernathy, led the People's, the Poor People's Campaign, which was a multicultural coalition that demanded economic justice and human rights for the poor. Now, the campaign organized a march on DC where they set up a tent city called Resurrection City on the National Mall. The march culminated in a Juneteenth Solidarity Day on June 19th, which drew more than 50,000 people from various backgrounds and causes. It was arguably the biggest and most public observance of Juneteenth in history up to that point. From there, the civil rights movement was carried westward 
um, and expanded Juneteenth found a whole new renewed energy, awareness and importance that grows even today. Many of the states have adopted Juneteenth as um, a day of recognition. And as I said before, it is now a federal holiday and it's also incorporated in some of the school curriculums. Juneteenth has inspired other movements for social justice, racial equality, and as you know, of course, Black Lives Matter movement, which came about in 2020, or had a, a shining in 2020. So as you can see, Juneteenth and the civil rights movement have had a long intertwined history. They both reflect the struggle and resilience of Black people in America who have fought for freedom and dignity against all odds. What are some of your questions about Juneteenth? Is Juneteenth just a national holiday or does it also spark you to think about other things? We're in a time right now where reparations are being thought about. Reparations for the years of slavery that black people and African Americans built this country. So a lot of us are calling for reparations to, you know, pay for the free commercial labor that we gave. Do you think that is something that we need to, to think about? I know recently California um, went through long a process of thinking about it and approved a reparation, but how do we designate how to distribute the money? How do we decide who gets the reparations? How do we determine who is actually considered black? Those are a lot of questions that we have that we have uh, on the table. So in short, Juneteenth is a day of celebration. I hope you all got a little uh, inspiration and possibly some knowledge about the history of Juneteenth and what role the civil rights played alongside with Juneteenth. How do you celebrate Juneteenth? Is it something that you just started doing or did your family started doing it a long time ago? As I said, um, I was only aware of the Juneteenth celebration and the history of the celebration only a couple of uh, years ago. So now I celebrate it with a different pride, a different way of looking at it. All right, let me know what you guys think. Do you like this episode? Do you like the history of Juneteenth and what it stands for and how you celebrate it. Leave a comment down below. Let me know what you do to celebrate Juneteenth. And also, if you'd like me to do more episodes about history and about the history of the culture, uh, I enjoy doing it. I want to thank you guys all. Thank you all, One Mike Night Artists, for joining me on this conversation of Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth to you. And DM it. You can follow me at Marcos Luis, M A R C O S L U I S. You can follow the show at One Mike Night on all platforms. Listen to the audio and you can watch the episodes on our YouTube channel at One Mike Night, spelled O-N-E-M-I-C-N-I-T-E. Yes, also make sure you check out our store, Azule's EN. The link will be down on the bottom, Elements of Living. We got some brand new bracelets, um, chakra bracelets, earth, wind, all the elements to protect you and guide you and help your energy and crystals and things like that. So check out the link below. Um, 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of One Mike Night. Happy Juneteenth. See you next time. Bye.